We're up to Simon Shinchov Dalit Sif. Hey. Eitzim shekotzitzon mina ilon. Branches that were cut off from a tree. V'yeish machilonoisom lebehemer. They are the type that people would feed to an animal. V'oidom lachim. While they're still moist. So let's say they're ready in a bundle. Matirin umefasosin. You could unbundle them and you could rub them. Lashin shivshuf behem lachilom to make them edible. She'enam ruyim below shivshuf. Because these branches were not roy if you didn't. Rub them, rub the outer core off it you know, to be eaten. So you're allowed to rub that on Shabbos off. You're allowed to take things which are not fit to be eaten and make them fit to be eaten on Shabbos. And hence, even though it's for the animals, it's permitted. You're allowed to cut up gourds, vegetables, like in front of an animal, as long as they're detached from the ground, before Shabbos. Sivka and Tezvav, Deluim, Gourds, Vedavke Kishem Koshim. Davke when they're hard, Sheenim Ruim Lechab Lechituch, that they're not fit to be eaten without cutting them. Avo Kishem Rakim. If they're soft, Havi Bechal Midrach Bacholim Vaaser. If it's edible for the animals without cutting them up, then one shouldn't cut them up because that's extra tircha. And one shouldn't do extra tircha, extra noise, one shouldn't do extra toil on Shabbos. And even hard ones, you shouldn't cut them up dark, dark into very small pieces. Like we saw the various halachas regarding dicing and cutting vegetables to very small. If you can eat something right away, there's no isetchino. If it's not done with a with an item that clearly that's muchet for it. So whatever is going to be eaten right away is not considered trina. But Lamaisa, we already saw Shin Chavalf that not everybody agrees with this. Now those who hold that even if something is going to be eaten right away, we pass it over there, Lachatrina, one should not cut them to very small pieces. One should Lachatrina not dice the things very, very small on Shabbos. Siv cut and design, Shinitlashu Ma'atmel, as long as the gourds are cut from yesterday, they become detached from the ground on Shabbos, also feel tatal and you're not allowed to move them. Because we had a bit of animal feed. Anything that's attached when Shabbos begins to the ground is muktzah. So we even saw that if apple falls off a tree on Shabbos, you're not allowed to take it and eat it for yourself. Siv Zayin. Mechat chen nevelo lufnea kloven vafil nesnabla hayoyim. Have a dead animal that died without shchito, died on its own, you're allowed to feed it, let it cut up to your feet of the dogs on Shabbos. Vafil nesnabla hayoyim, even if the animal died on Shabbos. Whether it was a healthy animal when Shabbos began, or it was a sick animal. But the Mishabun Sivkon Yudzayin says that it was safe, Al-Yurab Mistapik Bibriyad. Al-Yurab is a suffix. The animal was healthy when Shabbos began. Now when Shabbos began, he had no fleeting thought that you're going to be feeding this animal to a dog over Shabbos. The year also betitl kulal mishamuksa. Seif Al-Yurab says it should be muksa. Chaim b'yir agro le'bri'u le'bazeh. So it's not so positive. Many Achayim say if the animal is healthy when Shabbos began, it was a sick animal, you knew it might die. So you may know you might want to cut it up and give it to the animals. Shabbos. But if it was a healthy animal when Shabbos began, many hold not. And when could you cut it up in front of the dogs? Hani million Machabis has been a kosher, a very hard um, carcass. She efshalahem lachlub loichatichel, that the animals can't eat them without cutting it up. Avalem haiser ruuilahem beloichatichel. If there was fit for animal food, that the dogs could bite into it without cutting it up, so you shouldn't cut it up. 
One shouldn't do. We said extra toil on Shabbos. If cut meat, we saw earlier the halachas regarding cutting meat to small pieces to give to the birds. So Mishabur says, "I kosher. I feel menena kosher. I'm even with some mamish rock solid hard that carcass." Shiroi lam lachil aydet chak that aydet chak the animal can eat it. Gam came with lachiva oichel who vishari. Even if it's not the way they eat it, and they're not gonna like it. Let her cut it up. She actually have wooden because she raka actually club making katanim. Chalmavel kosher. What happens if you have puppies? So even the meat might be soft enough for a big dog to eat and an adult dog to eat, but the puppies need it need it cut up the way it is. So if you have to, you have puppies, you could cut it up. Basically, if you have animals that can't eat it the way it is, you let it cut up. Dak dak the small pieces. Birds definitely need things cut very small to eat. They can't eat large. Come walking, Muslim. We saw you. There's a worried about the grinding. Who's talking about raw meat that's kosher? So the Biralacha. If you look at the second class Biralacha, he goes through a whole clear whether this that we saw earlier was Dafka talking about the kosher meat, and here we're talking about meat that's that, that's not kosher, and this is what it's only ready for, and therefore it's uh, since it's oimid achilas klavim. Uh, that should be mutter. You can't cut off shachas. Now in the Gemara, we learned that shachas is, is a tvu as wheat that hasn't grown a third yet. So it hasn't finished, you know, it's not anywhere near the final production, but it's a, it's a stage if you cut it off, it will still grow back so you can get an extra run of animal food. For charuvim, you can't, so you shouldn't cut shachas or carobs up for an animal. Bein dake, bein gasa, whether it's thin or thick, mishum du bloi chituch na michaz lachila. Because without cutting it up, it could also eat it. En chaytich in shachas, afilu chatiches gedolos, the last mishum tchina. Even into large pieces, mishabur says, but you're not worried about grinding. The bloi chituch, umuch zed the mai berakin. So mishabur says, this must be talking about soft. Uh, but, we, but we all know, those of us who've been around for boxer on Tubishvat, that carob can get very hard. Right? So if it's mamish caution, she ain't even blue hiduch that the animal's not gonna be able to eat it without cutting it up. Mutter. Once again, you're lathered, but chal shiva echlu. The mechabu sum at stam carob. When it comes off the tree, it's soft. The chalza bechatiches gedelk, as also about some large pieces of aldakas, awesome, shum chashash trina. If they're thin pieces, you know, you can't cut them small because you're worried about grinding, like we saw before. The mechatech lachil mlaches manifest, unless the animal's mamish can eat them right now. Siv tas. So this is a practice that's uh, practiced still today on certain young calves where they stuff the calves with food to get them to become obese and to get good meat out of it. So we're here we're going to talk about whether you let us stuff these animals on Shabbos with food. So in oivsines a gomol, you're not allowed to push the food down the throat of a camel. The hainu, what's also, shemachilo biyoda, you feed them by, it by hand, that its intestines get large like a trough. And you're sticking it down and you're sticking down so much that you're enlarging the, tr- the, 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 the intestines of the camel. Mr. Bruce says, calls that all this, this whole civism from Tirchi, he said, there's extra Tirchi about the animal eat regularly, don't get involved with this additional stuff. And you can't push it into its, uh, down to its gullet to the point where it can't come back up. Have a malitin. Halotu you could do. In mamirin, we'll see, let's see right the difference between mamirin and halotu. 
calves, you can't do hamara, but you could do halata. So what's hamara and halata? So the difference is you could feed it by pushing food into its mouth, the area where it could bring it back up. But if you push it past the point in its intestinal system, where the animal wouldn't be able to bring it back up, that's Osir on Shabbos. And chickens is just like calves. So the Mishnah explains, You push it past the area where it swallows. That basically the Gemara tells us that in order to push the food that far down an animal, you have to have the animal lying down. So if you want to know if, you, if, you, if you're pushing it too far or not, make sure the animal is not lying down. Because if it's lying down, then you can push it that far. Otherwise, you can't. Kind of girl in front of chicken, chickens and geese have been like calves. You have to push into there. Throats are so deep, they can't bring it back up. Now he says, is geese that they would want to fatten them up. That this is how they would feed them every day. They push the food down. These animals can no longer. They're at the point where this is how they eat. They can't eat on their own anymore. They're used to the food being pushed all the way down. If we don't let a guy do it for you on Shabbos, it's going to be because they can't eat. Even if though these geese are usually stuffed twice a day, you can only do it once on Shabbos. He says, it's mashim that choose Ramah, that if you don't have a guy to do it for you, that a yid can do it because it's Shabbos. But the tail last day they caught and better to give it to a cotton to do it. I'd come lost and I'm going to have rum. I'm <laughs> That one should not, a yid should never be the one doing it on Shabbos. And then, I mean, sometimes you have to be careful when it's done because you could pop the, the veshet and have a hole in it and I realize the animal can make the animal to a trefer. And there are many achrayim today who speak against this practice at all of stuffing geese and animals like this and calves, you know, just so you can get the fatter meat because it's mamash sarv alachayim. You let to put food into the mouth of chickens. We're talking about an area we can come back up. The Ramah, if you look before, said, So, he does not sure why the Ramah at the end of the had to say it if the Ramah himself says it in Sif Yud. She says, maybe that people shouldn't make a mistake in understanding the says, if you, when you feed a chicken with your own hand, you have to make sure you don't do it in a way where you, you, you're, you're doing tilt that you're actually moving the chicken. Because like we saw, you're not allowed to move any animals on Shabbos. They are muktza. See if you're 
One should not put food or water in front of bees. These are doves that, that live like in these um, birdhouses. These attic pigeons. Not in front of a pig. You can put it in front of geese for tiny girls and chickens. The yoni basis and house pigeons, them you could feed. In front of a dog that's counting on you for food. So basically on bees and pigeons that get their own food and pigs, they, they care their own food, so you can't feed them. If you own these bees, they can easily find their own food. Therefore, it's an additional, not necessary toil, so you can't feed them. You're not to raise pigs, Allah says, so can't feed them on Shabbos. They can't be dependent on you. But he says, Let's say you got pigs, not because you want them, but someone owed you money and he paid you off, you know, the great wind and he paid you off with a truckload of chazerim. So you have to sell them. But until you sell them, you got to take care of them. Take a until you can find a sale at its value, let it keep them. So make them since the dogs don't have enough food, we see that they, they, they three days it takes them to digest their food. So even if you don't own the dog, but it's counting for food, you could feed it. But a kel of ra, but a kel of ra, which Gemara says you're not to be megadal kel of ra, which is challenging more what's considered an evil dog, but whatever it is, but the dog that's prohibited, whichever, so however you pass in the Gemara, so Gemara if you can't raise the dog, you can't feed the dog. Then it says, Some people put out weed kernels in front of the birds on Shabbat Shira. He says, They're not counting on you for food. If you want to do, keep that meaning, make sure to put it out before Shabbos. If you're allowed to feed a silkworm on Shabbos, Shabbos says, Why? They count on you for food. doesn't have what to eat. to move these silkworms, that's awesome. Like any other balichai, so you can't move them. We'll stop over here.